The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network, The Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Yes, it is. From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, June 21, 2018, and this is The Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Oh, I'm Bob. How you doing? Hello. What's happening? How's it going? Hello, Bob. Hi. Primary elections are underway, and the midterms will be here before you can say impeach Trump, although I like to say that lots of times. And now you can remind yourself to vote every time you wash by picking up Bubble Genius's Vote Soap. It's a five-ounce bar of sweet-smelling soap artistically carved into the shape of the word vote, with a third of the proceeds going to resistance candidates across the country. That's awesome. Only $7 from Bubble Genius, but use our promo code BOBC for 15% off your entire order only from BubbleGenius.com. We're also brought to you by the Bowen Law Group and attorney Charles J. Bowen. Check out Bowen on the cover of South Magazine's Power Issue, where he's listed as one of the South's greatest lawyers. You can also find Bo at TheBowenLawGroup.com, or you can click Bo Bowen's picture on the podcast page at BobSeska.com. Okay, on today's show, Jody Hamilton from The Stephanie Miller Show and the From the Bunker podcast is here, cursing up a storm. Uh, plus, Trump's internment camps are still open for business and filled with children. Oh, and Corey Lewandowski can feel free to go fuck himself. I was going to say that right off the top of the show. Oh, and uh, Melania is visiting the border to uh, apparently hurl paper towels at infant refugees. Be best. It's the first day of summer, which means it's time to feel sorry for the White House staffer who launders Trump's disgusting underwear. Good luck to them. Good luck, underwear not. All that and more underway, and now let the cartoons begin. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters, relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Biff Tannen Museum, dedicated to Hill Valley's number one citizen and America's greatest living folk hero, the one and only Biff Tannen. Of course, we've all heard the legend. But who is the man? Inside, you will learn how Biff Tannen became one of the richest and most powerful men in America. Learn the amazing history of the Tannen family. See Biff's humble beginnings and how a trip to the racetrack on his 21st birthday made him a millionaire overnight. Share in the excitement of a fabulous winning streak that earned him the nickname, the luckiest man on earth. Learn how Biff parlayed that lucky winning streak into the vast empire called Biffco. Discover how in 1979 Biff successfully lobbied to legalize gambling and turned Hill Valley's dilapidated courthouse into a beautiful casino hotel. I just want to say one thing. God bless America. Meet the women who shared in his passion as he searched for true love and relive Biff's happiest moment, as in 1973 he realized his lifelong romantic dream by marrying his high school sweetheart, Lorraine Baines McFly. Third time's a charm. We could not talk or talk forever and still find things to not talk about. The Bob Seska Show. Oh, hello. How's it going? What's happening? God damn it. Yeah, let's get started. Oh, my God. It is Trump crisis day 518, 137 days until the 2018 midterms. And uh, look who's here. Jody Hamilton. Jody. Hello. I uh, try not to be so potty mouth on your show. <laughs> Fuck you. I loved it. 
I loved it. You were cursing up. You were swearing like a sailor on your show yesterday. I, I, I'm just, I had no more to give. I'm so angry. Yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, this is the, uh, this is the one issue I think, or at least I thought at one point, everyone on both sides of the aisle could say, hey, you know what? Wait a minute. We shouldn't. Didn't history teach us to not mm-hmm. have internment camps? I thought internment camps were bad. That's the thing that we look back in our past and go, Jesus Christ, that was a boy, we were stupid back then in the 40s, weren't we? Oh, and what God, weren't we stupid with the Trail of Tears and Andrew Jackson and the Cherokee being marched out of Georgia and dying along the way as they're sent to Oklahoma? J- these things that I thought were morally wrong. Here we are going, you know, at least half of us, at least uh, 40% of us are going, yeah, more of that, more of you, exactly like that. And I just want to wring some necks. <laughs> That's all I want to do. Yeah, Sean Hannity and uh, Geraldo Rivera are fighting because Geraldo is on the side of righteousness for yeah, once. Yeah, and you know what? He's done that occasionally. I remember during mm-hmm. Hurricane Katrina, I think mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to Puerto Rico, Geraldo was taking a stand there too. I mean, I guess uh, when it comes to Fox News Channel, we take it where we can get it. You know, if it's uh, no kidding, yeah. Geraldo or Shepard Smith, someone, uh, you know, breaking in with some uh, some truth and some reality over there is probably helpful. But I don't think it's going to, I don't think it's going to help. I mean, here we right. are. Child internment camps are continuing despite this uh, executive order by Donald Trump, as much as he wanted people to think that he has now rescued the children that he initially imperiled himself. Right. You know, you don't get an applause for releasing the hostages <laughs> that you yourself have taken. That's not how it works. And he's not even releasing the hostages. This isn't even, this is only a barely a step in the right direction because with this executive order, families already separated will not be reunited so all of the thousands of children including all the children stuck in the uh euphemism of the week which is tender age facilities yeah that's my new favorite thing yeah they're all gonna remain orphaned basically and with no mechanism whatsoever to reunite them and we had additional confirmation along those lines from hhs today plus per the executive order jody uh Uh, Kirsten Nielsen and the president, for that matter, have the discretion to continue separating families if they want, if they deem the adults to be too dangerous to have children around. So, you know, the the, the parents with children, if the parents are too dangerous to their children, uh, you know, Trump could say, oh, yeah, let's just let's stick them in their own camp. Let's let's take the kids away from their parents and put them. You know, they can use that justification for literally every single parent who has been caught at the border and detained or not not caught because what they're doing is they're turning themselves in. Exactly. That's, saying, what I, that's the argument I'm getting into with some people that I know. It's like, wait a minute, hold the phone here. They're turning themselves in. They're coming here to seek asylum. They're not sneaking over any borders. They're turning themselves in at the border to Border Patrol and then being arrested. So this is not a matter of, oh, let's sneak in. Mm-hmm. And Trump can say every single person who sneaks in Who's trying to break in? He, oh, yeah, that's what he said at his rally yesterday. Every single person, they're breaking into our country. Like, this is a house, and they're breaking into the house to kill us. And that's the idea that he wants his red hats to, to, to receive. And so he's going to say, oh, yeah, all these people are breaking the law. So by definition, they are a danger to the children. 
So it's that easy to get around this goddamn cockamamie executive order that he signed yesterday, which isn't even really, I mean, I think, I think Charlie Pierce had this point. It's not even an executive order. This is a memorandum. It's, yeah, exactly. Because an executive order actually has a legal basis and is, is by force of law. Yeah. Whereas a memo is just a memo. Okay, so, I mean, in addition to all of that, there's the zero-tolerance policy that's going to continue, mm-hmm. which is the reason for the child internment camps is because they're, mm-hmm. they have a zero-tolerance policy, which means we're going to arrest everyone who crosses the border. doesn't matter if they're asylum seekers. doesn't matter mm-hmm. if they're refugees from civil wars in Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador, all these Central American countries where these people are going to be uh, murdered. Mm-hmm. And so they're escaping all of that. Not only they will be murdered, but their children will be murdered. So they're, they've traveled for miles to get to the United States border, where then they're treated like criminals. So this is basically a fight between what's happening in the United States versus what's happening in the home countries of these people. And I really hope, I forget who exactly it was who said it on cable news last night, but I really hope, I hope the United States loses that fight. Because I would much rather have people flooding into the country to seek asylum from their home nations rather than being sent back and murdered. Seems to make a lot more sense. Seems like that's more of the humanitarian uh, approach to all of this. But we've left the UN's humanitarian council now, so. Yeah, there's that. Which, I mean, and the reason for that was absolutely ridiculous. Oh, we're so tired of all the hypocrisy from the UN Human (laughs) Rights Council. Oh, where's that hypocrisy coming from again? Nikki Haley lecturing the United Nations on their human rights record as Donald Trump is putting brown children into internment camps. You know what? God damn it. I I do not blame you for cursing up like uh, an entire blue streak of F-bombs yesterday on your show, because I've been doing that for the last 48 hours, just marching around my house, stomping around the house, shouting fuck. Fuck you. Just that over and over again. Fuck, 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 fuck you. (laughs) God damn it. So now we're hearing uh, that uh, a four-year-old girl apparently was sexually assaulted by a guard in Texas. Man, a Texas detention officer charged with super aggravated sexual assault of a four year old girl after authorities said her mother, an undocumented immigrant, was being blackmailed to stay silent about the abuse or face deportation. A lot of these guards are like kids in candy stores. And I don't want to say, actually, I I take that back. It's not a lot. I'm not going to say a lot. We don't know if it's a lot, but enough. All it requires is enough. All it requires is two or three. And we have zero accountability. We don't know where the girls are. We heard a report yesterday, however, that there were some girls, right, Jody? There were some girls uh, sent all the way up to New York City. Yeah, and they don't know where they are. They're not keeping track of them. They were taken from their parents, so it's not like they came on their own. Yeah, they're being sent all around the country. There's no real paper trail linking the girls to their parents or the children to their parents. They should take a step out of Chuck E. Cheese because you can't leave with the wrong kid. Like they literally put <laughs> wristbands yeah. on your kids that, mm. that match your wristbands so that an, a random adult can't just take a random child. Just just Chuck E. Cheese it, people. We yeah, can find yeah. these kids and their parents. Jesus, I just have to do this. 
<laughs> is it beer? I hope. I, you know what? I, here, here I am, a big poser. It's not beer. It's not beer at all. Just, uh, so, and of course, now we are also hearing reports of uh, torture chambers in a Virginia internment camp for immigrant children. Uh, and apparently, they've been cited more than once. I don't know how recent the previous sighting uh, you know the last time that they were under suspicion of this but this isn't new this isn't a first time offense for them apparently yeah this is absolutely heart-wrenching immigrant children as young as 14 housed at a juvenile detention center in virginia say they were beaten while handcuffed and locked up for long periods of solitary confinement left nude and shivering in concrete cells whoever said that this is abu Ghraib inside the united states was exactly right Absolutely right. Because that's what we're, I mean, that's the the first image that calls to mind these these descriptions being sent into a, uh, into a solitary confinement concrete cell, naked, but potentially, you know, obviously they're shivering, so it's freezing cold in there. Right. Right. And all it needs to be is, what, 50 to be freezing cold in a concrete bunker while you're left there naked? The abuse yeah, claim- it doesn't take long. No, not at all. The abuse claims against the Shenandoah Valley Juvenile Center near Staunton, Virginia, are detailed in federal court filings that include... Half a dozen sworn statements from Latino teens jailed there for months or years. Multiple detainees say the guards stripped them of their clothes and strapped them to chairs with bags placed over their heads. Jesus, God, that is absolutely what we were doing in the Middle East. That is what we Uh were doing in all of those black sites and those torture chambers. Mm-hmm. That now the current CIA director was partly <laughs> responsible for. Responsible for, yeah. No, yeah. It, but it, it's and they're like, and so Trump is complaining that quote MS thirteen is coming here. Well, we're creating them in these places. Sorry, yeah. but we are. Yeah, you know what? And he was going off about that again last night about MS thirteen <sighs> scaring the it shit. Started in Los Angeles with with American citizens. Thank you very much. Oh yeah, and then but of course he's using that as a con- convenient uh, method to, to scare the shit out of his supporters. Mm-hmm. And and what they don't understand is the same guy who's telling them this uh, tall tale about MS-13 hiding under their beds, ready to strike at any moment, is also the guy who said Trump stakes are the world's greatest stakes, and I mean that in every sense of the word. Yeah. And they Trump university, yeah, and they believe him. And they, oh yeah, uh, yeah, those Trump stakes sold a sharper image at the mall, best stakes I've ever had. Uh huh. Sure, said nobody. Right. It's as if. To them, to the Red Hats, Donald Trump appeared through some interdimensional membrane (laughs) from some field of existence that no one had seen prior to 2015 and then plunked down in the middle of Trump Tower and said, I'm running for president. And then, of course, the Red Hats go, oh, look at this guy telling the truth. Isn't that amazing? A politician telling the truth. Well, his hair's a little weird looking and his suit's too big for him. But you know what? Doesn't matter. He's just like we are telling the truth and saying it like it is. The guy who said Trump stakes are the world's greatest fucking stakes. And I mean that in every sense of the word. This guy is for the last 40 years has been a professional pitch man and sideshow carnival barker. And everyone's going, oh, yeah, totally tells the truth. Just, I mean, talk about King Truth. He is King Truth. It is sad. You know what I love, Bob? Every time you call them the Red Hats. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the TV show Colony? No, I haven't. What is that? It's um, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even, even heard of it. It's on the USA Network. It's in its third season. Ah. It basically talks. It's an alien invasion has come down and has taken over 
the planet, basically. Mm-hmm. And the bad guys are literally referred to as the Red Hats. So I'm glad I came up with that one. So people are thinking I'm making a, a clever reference to a TV show. <laughs> I have no idea what the TV show. Oh, I mean, all I kept thinking was, well, what's a good name to collectively refer to a right. cult? I mean, like you I mean brown shirts, something like that. Something to give them a pejorative title that is designated by their clothing. <laughs> because yeah, the, they the, have... the humans that are that are um, complicit in the alien invasion um, yeah. and are the army wear red hats. Therefore, right. the the heroes of the story refer to the bad guys as the red hats. Which every time you say it, I'm like, yeah, they are. They're the bad guys. Yeah, and I had my confrontations with them yesterday. I mean, we were talking about Trump's rally last night. Trump was in Duluth to deliver one of his uh, endless cocaine rants in front of a microphone, which is basically what it is. I mean, I I keep saying this. If you've never been around someone who is just blitzed on just a mound of cocaine, that's what it sounds like. Trump's rant is what it sounds like to be hanging out with someone who's just high as a kite on cocaine and can't shut the fuck up. And his people, oh yeah, wonderful. So I give tonight's cocaine rant by the president a 10. That's the, re- <laughs> I mean, just, I, I still can't believe that these people just go along with that. Um, and of course, every time Trump delivers one of his MAGA coke rants, an angel gets the clap. That's my new <laughs> rule of thumb. Every time he does a coke rant, an angel gets the clap. That's how it all works. Um, but, uh, you know, Trumpers at one of the rallies, uh, uh, MSNBC played this clip, uh, yeah, this morning, I think it was some of the, uh, Trumpers at the rallies were just like, Oh, what, what we're detaining kids. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares uh-huh. about the kids? Here's uh, here's some of the people that throw, here's some of the red hats, the aforementioned red hats. When a person goes, robs a bank, he's separated from his family anyway. Same as the people coming in this country. I'm an immigrant myself. I came here in 2000. And when we immigrated, we came here legally. Our family means a lot to us, so we have to do it. I see you getting emotional. <laughs> Why is that? Because he did <laughs> I just... Oh. Oh, she's, she's, the poor red ad is getting sad and emotional. I think we need some music for... I think horse. Journey needs to sue him for using their music. <laughs> I know. Don't stop believing playing in the background. Jesus God. Yeah, why is the Rolling Stone the Rolling Stones or I heard Elton John, they were playing Tiny Dancer before That's me. You know what? Here's a peek into my life. Last night when I should have been sitting on the couch with Kimberly Johnson watching television and having dinner, I instead I was sitting here in my office watching an empty podium on the Fox News uh, video stream as they played uh, Rolling Stones and Elton John and there was an opera in there somewhere for some <laughs> culture. And then there was, the, of course, uh, All Right Now. They played that song, too, on an endless loop. And I'm watching it. I'm going, w- when is he going to start talking so I can torture myself? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Thing. So let's, uh, let's go back here and, and hear more of this woman just crying about how everyone's being so mean to Donald Trump. Someone, please care for the children. Well, there's children. If I get arrested, my kids aren't going to see me for a while either. It's a misdemeanor, people. Do you get your kid taken away from you when you run a stop sign? No. <laughs> right. When you've overstayed your welcome at a parking meter and it's gone red? Yep. No. Yep. 
Yep. You get a fine. You might get taken to jail for a minute, but you're not separated from your children forever. Zero tolerance policy. That's what this is all about. This is we're going to arrest everybody. And now we're going to bring in uh, lawyers from the, what is it, from the Judge Advocate General's office? Mm-hmm. Military lawyers to come in and uh, help out with these cases. I think 21 of them or so are being sent down, something along those lines, to help out Jeff Sessions and the, <laughs> the overworked Justice Department. Good, good luck, Justice Department, working on these, all these cases. Tens of thousands Every, what was it, tens of thousands every week, I think it is, coming in? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, and again, these aren't, you know, your ordinary uh, immigrants marching in over the border, crossing the Rio Grande, which, wh- however they get in. These are asylum seekers looking for a better life, looking for yep. safety. And mm-hmm. what do they get when they enter the land of the free and the home of the brave? They get torture chambers. They get their children taken away from them. There's a better way for, like, when somebody does seek asylum... We used to only be able to hold them for 20 days. This new memo yeah. can hold them indefinitely as a family now. Mm-hmm. But what you do is you put bond up for them. They go live with a relative if they have one. or they, you know, We figure out a place for them not to be imprisoned while they wait their asylum case. And yeah. then they will come back to that. It's, it's, money is a really good deterrent, especially if a family member is putting up something. Yeah, They're going to show up to their hearing. They're, not gonna not, they're here because they want to be here. They will show up and make sure that they go to every hearing that they, that they have to be at in order to be able to stay here. They're not going to run. They're not going to disappear. No. Uh, this is just the dumbest policy. Well, and of course, th- there are exceptions. And right. Of course there are. And of co- and that's where. It's like the entire, I don't know, the, the sort of ev- evangelical philosophy mm-hmm. is, uh, is God is in the gaps. <laughs> so they're into this idea where uh, let's take whatever exception we can find and blow that up to, to mean everybody. So what right. Trump wants is Trump wants everyone to believe that everyone streaming across the border is MS-13 here to behead people and sell them drugs. Not necessarily in that order, although I wouldn't right. be surprised if they believe that. They're going to behead me and then they're going to sell me drugs. Oh, <laughs> really? Well, yes. you know, I, I, I really would not be shocked if that was the case. Jesus Christ. Last night, as I was watching that, uh, that Coke rant last night from Duluth, Trump said these words. Yeah, I wrote them down. Trump said, nobody's ever seen economic growth like we have now. Oh, my God. Nobody's ever seen that. And usually when Trump says nobody's ever seen that, that means he's never seen it. Or he's just been recently informed. Right. <laughs> Isn't that the rule? Yeah. He- uh, actually, we have. And I, it, was, it took me two seconds to go to the uh, Bureau of Economic Analysis website and get their graph of the the last I don't know how many quarters of uh, GDP and the growth between, you know, one quarter to the next quarter, which is how they do it. That's when they say e- the economy grew by two point nine percent this quarter. They mean 2.9% this quarter over the total from the last quarter. No, but Bob, what you're saying there with the graphs mm. and, the, and, the, and the math, yeah, um, stop that. Irrelevant. I know. Right. I know. And, and there I was putting that up there and hearing uh, from various red hats checking in in my mentions. You don't understand. That graph only shows the gains from one quarter to the next quarter. Dude. <laughs> so stupid. I said, dude. So one guy said, dude, call me dude. Like completely condescending me. This is 
This is the stupidity we deal with. The people who are defiantly ignorant and, <clears throat> and, and behaving as if I'm the stupid one for posting right. a graph, not knowing. Because I had to say to this guy, look, read the tweet again and zero in on the word growth. Because what we're talking about. So, and of course, it showed that gro- economic growth has been equal to or greater than in many previous quarters prior to Donald Trump. Nobody's ever seen growth like we have now. It's all so bogus, and they buy it. They buy every single word of it. Trump stakes are the world's greatest stakes, and I mean that in every sense of the word. You know, and of course, they also uh, accept whenever Trump says, and he said this repeatedly. That we have had a president, there was once a president who served 16 years in office. No, there was no. a president that was elected four times, but he didn't serve, he didn't serve 16 years. No, no, he did not. <laughs> he didn't serve 16 years. In fact, he served 12. He died mm-hmm. during the first year of his fourth term. Exactly. And that's how it worked. FDR. Uh, but I'm glad he's bringing up the FDR example because we can then connect that right back to the internment camps. Hey, mm-hmm. how can we? Yeah, thank bringing you. Bringing it right around. Nice. <laughs> thank you so much, Biff Tannen. Um, <laughs> oh, and this was uh, just another little highlight that I noticed while watching the uh, Duluth cocaine rant last night. Uh, just after Trump mentioned black unemployment, with the, which he likes to mention a lot to his entirely white audience, Fox News cut to the one black guy in the audience. He's always there. He's always there. But he, this wasn't the guy that normally holds the blacks for Trump sign. Oh, a new black guy. Yeah. So that was basically the summary. My summary of what happened at the, uh, at the cocaine rant last night. In Yay. Yeah. Exciting. Exciting times. Um, so... Oh, you know what I want to talk about in just a second? Uh, Melania Trump has visited the border. She's down. <sighs> she's down at the southern border meeting with children, I presume, because uh, she speaks Spanish so well. Actually, she does. <laughs> you know, I think I'm she, sure does. she does. She speaks like five languages, yeah, doesn't she? Yeah. I mean, probably the appropriate person to send from the White House. Someone, I guess the person in the White House who has the most amount of compassion, and that's saying quite a bit. That is saying quite a bit. Considering that number two is Stephen Miller. <laughs> which is a, a huge he has zero compassion and Stephen Miller is one of the worst of the worst with his with his lifeless eyes he's got doll eyes doll's lifeless eyes, eyes. Lifeless eyes. Yeah, like black eyes like a doll's eye okay hey listen hey you want to <laughs> if you want to buy some doll's eyes here's what you got to do you got to go shopping through our Amazon link at bobseska.com it's the all caps Amazon link just beneath the logo at bobsuska.com. You click that link, it'll take you right to the front page of amazon.com and you can go shopping just as you normally would when you go to Amazon buy anything you could possibly imagine including lifeless eyes, doll's eyes. Lifeless <laughs> eyes. Black eyes like a doll's eye. I don't know why exactly. It'd be kind of creepy if you just bought like a, I, I I'm going to Amazon to buy a gross of doll eyes. Ew. <laughs> oh fun. Um <laughs> But yeah, you can go there and go shopping. And what happens is, is we get a teeny tiny commission from most of the things that you buy there because we are an affiliate of Amazon.com. And don't let uh, this Supreme Court ruling today dissuade you from shopping. You can still go shopping without state sales tax being added to your purchase. The ruling today means even if you don't have a brick and mortar shop in the state, yeah. the state will still collect taxes. I if see. you're buying it in that state. I see. Okay. The old rule was if you like Walmart or Target or whatever that's selling through Amazon, if they have a shop in your state, you're paying the state sales tax. Right. And if you if you bought from out of state, you wouldn't necessarily have to pay your state uh, sales tax. Now those states are going to be able to collect those taxes. Ah. Uh, Ah, okay. 
Okay. And I'm, you know what? I'm not sure whether I support that <laughs> Supreme Court ruling or if I am against that Supreme Court ruling. But nevertheless, make sure you go shopping at Amazon.com. They literally have every product you can possibly imagine. And you can go shopping until you're dropping through our link. And we, uh, we thank you for doing that. The Bob Seska Show. The Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hey, this one going out to Amy Taylor. How you doing, everybody? All right. Um, so Melania Trump is down at the border tossing uh, paper towels at immigrant children, I assume. Be best. I thought but she not could- throwing starbursts in their faces like Trump apparently did in German- uh, to Chancellor Merkel. I thought you hear about that. Yeah, yeah. Just another embarrassing moment in uh-huh. Trump history. Here's some Starburst candies out of my disgusting pocket. Mm-hmm. They probably had like one of them. Probably had like a long Trump hair stuck to it or something. <laughs> so fucking gross. Be best. Yeah, that's international diplomacy in the Trump age. Oh yeah. So uh, Melania is down at the uh, at the border. I, I, I'm not sure exactly what the purpose of her trip is, other than to put a, uh, a a smiling or non-smiling face. I thought she wasn't. I thought she wasn't allowed to fly. Isn't yeah, I that thought the that word? she wasn't either. Yeah. Yeah. The word we got last week was that she couldn't fly, so she couldn't go to uh, North Korea, or she can go to Singapore for the North Korea or Canada thing. She couldn't even fly to Canada for that matter mm-hmm. because of. This kidney because procedure that that may like or outpatient. may yeah that may or may not have actually happened. We still don't know. Although Fox mm-hmm. News Channel did mention that I was one of the people saying that. I think it was FoxNews.com in one of their articles were calling me out for uh, really for mentioning where's Melania? Why aren't keep we getting the faith, the f- Bob? I know I need to keep. <laughs> they really need to do that because I'm such a conspiratorial keep the faith, Bob. Uh, uh, a tinfoil hat wearer, you know. <laughs> When it comes to Melania, I was just asking a question. Where's Where's Melania? Where did she go? Where did she go? What's yeah. What's because we can't believe because Trump stakes are the world's greatest stakes, and I mean that in every sense of the word. Trump lies about everything. Everything. And everything. so yeah, and so we're uh, wrapping ourselves in tinfoil, <laughs> wondering mm. if, if he's telling the truth. We're the ones yeah. who are so wrong. We're the crazy ones. Yeah, but anyway, so here's uh here's Melania Trump. Uh, Telling some jokes, actually, to some of the children down at the uh, southern border. Oh, what's new? Well, uh, this morning I heard a very good joke from my cousin Baji. Melania Trump, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that's a crowd pleaser. At some point, I'm going to make Buzz Burbank laugh at that joke. I do that Maybe a lot. Maybe put a Carol Kane thing in there when she's she and Latka are talking amongst themselves. <laughs> yeah, every once in a while I do the Latka joke when I'm talking about Melania Trump, and I just I, I play it. And I, when it's a Tuesday show, I'm just waiting for bu- to get a chuckle out of Buzz. Uh, I just don't think he thinks it's funny. Um, I think it's funny. Buzz doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, everyone thinks the Latka joke is funny. Um, okay, so Ivanka Trump, meanwhile, thanked her dad. Now this. Uh. 
This is insane. Thank you, POTUS, she said, for taking critical action, ending family separation at our border. Congress must now act and find a lasting solution that is consistent with our shared values, the same values that so many come here seeking as they endeavor to create a better life for their families. So basically, thank you, terrorists, for terrorizing us and then and then releasing some of the hostages. And wasn't yesterday National Refugee Day? Yeah, it was. I mean, the irony was so thick with that mm-hmm. yesterday. Mike Pompeo announcing World Refugee Day, except for the refugees that are actually coming here right. from you know other countries where people are mostly brown. That's the problem. Has nothing to do with actual, you know, refugee crisis. Has everything to do with oh they're brown? Oh, fuck no, fuck no, no, no more brown. Get the brown people out of here. We don't want the brown people. That's what this is all about. This is a form of uh-huh. ethnic cleansing that is going exactly. on here. These are crimes against humanity. This is ethnic cleansing inside the United States. The Browns cannot stay because what did we hear the other day? That white people are uh, dying faster than they're being born inside the United States. Meanwhile, look at all the, oh my God, the scary brown people are infiltrating our country. We got to stop that. (sighs) The same white people who sunbathe to get darker in color? I don't... Right. And, you know, Jody, I'm just expecting at any moment uh, the United Nations or even some of our allies participating in this process, beginning the, the, the entire endeavor to uh, sanction the United States for some of these things. We should be sanctioned. We're being awful. Yeah. Well, I mean, what we're doing is we're jeopardizing the world economy. We're jeopardizing mm-hmm. uh, world alliances. We're jeopardizing an entire roster of things that can't be jeopardized. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we end up in world wars. Right. And at some point, a foreign uh, leader, maybe not Justin Trudeau, but at some point, someone's going to go, you know what? We need to put a stop to what's going on over there because this is just mad. This is absolute madness. We can't deal with this guy. He's completely uh, disconnected from reality. You know, he's, he's accusing us of things that he's made up mm-hmm. or, or he's seen spoken by Steve Ducey on Fox and Friends. And he's ignoring the advice of his own intelligence community advisors, his own uh, foreign policy advisors, who are also insane, by the way, but at least they have one foot in the realm of reality. Donald Trump is off in Candyland somewhere. Yeah. But here, I mean, here's Justin Trudeau yesterday. Justin Trudeau blasted the president in parliament. And there's also, you'll also hear a member of parliament, member of Canadian parliament in the middle of this condemning uh, Donald Trump. Here's Justin Trudeau yesterday. What's happening is wrong. None of us can imagine what these families are going through. And I know all Canadians have the well-being of children first and foremost in their minds. And as I've said numerous times, both at home and abroad, I will always stand up for the values that Canadians hold dear. This is something that I will continue to do. The U.S. will never be a safe country for as asylum seekers. Will the Prime Minister show the moral leadership by suspending the Safe Third Country Agreement? Speaking Canadians across the country are very concerned with the stories and images that we have witnessed. As I've said, what is happening in the United States is wrong. I cannot imagine what these families are going through. As I've said many times, the Safe Third Country Agreement is over 10 years old, and we will continually look for ways to modernize it and be in conversation with the Americans on this. And we will continue as well to closely monitor developments in the United States. They're, cl- they're closely monitoring 
developments inside the United States, which is, which means to say there is something horrendous going on inside the United States that's affecting people all around the world to some extent, whether it's this uh, this policy, this zero tolerance policy with internment camps for children or Donald Trump's interactions with uh, our allies mm-hmm. and Donald Trump's actions with regard to pulling out of trade negotiations and Donald Trump not knowing that when you stop trading with other countries, you start fighting them. Mm-hmm. And that puts the world in peril. Donald Trump is damaging the world. And it has to do with his incompetence. It has to do with this uh, other universe uh view of how things function inside American politics. I mean, this is a guy who learned American politics by watching Fox News Channel and listening to people like Rush Limbaugh and Mark Levin and Sean Hannity. And they have this, you know, they have this fictitious view of how politics works in America. He's going to get a better education about how politics works, probably by watching House of Cards or The West Wing, than he will by (laughs) watching uh, a Fox News channel, for fuck's sake, Mm -hmm. which is entertainment. It's entertainment. Sean Hannity himself has said that it's just it's just entertainment. Okay. so meanwhile, uh, speaking of Canada, Trump also said the other night that Canadians are apparently smuggling shoes. I saw that. What? From the they're entering the United States, they're buying shoes and then smuggling them back into Canada because Canada's prices are too high because of their tariffs on American shoes. He said here there was a story 2 days ago, which means there was someone making shit up on Fox News Channel. That's what that f- phrase means. There was a story two days ago in a major newspaper, which was uh, c- clearly something like, uh, I don't know, uh, 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 Breitbart. <laughs> that was the major right. newspaper that he was talking about. Uh, talking about people living in Canada, coming into the United States and smuggling things back into Canada because the tariffs are so massive. The tariffs to get common items back into Canada are so high that they have to smuggle them in. They buy shoes and they wear them. They scuff them up to make them sound old. Sound old? Who's got shoes that, oh my God, I can't wear these shoes. They're sounding so old. Your shoes don't, I mean, some shoes make a sound, but most shoes don't make a sound. That's very true. Very true. I don't know why he said that. Some of them make, some of them sound old or look old. No, we're treated horribly, he said. The president did not identify the major newspaper that supposedly printed the story, but his statement was based on an op-ed published in the Post three days uh, earlier by reporter Isabel Vincent. Okay, so it was a bullshit opinion uh-huh. piece, and we learned also by from Pew, the people at Pew, 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 Pew that Americans can't tell fact from opinion. That's very true. And I guess Donald Trump is one of those Americans who can't distinguish an opinion from objective fact. And that's a serious, serious problem. Just don't, I don't want to throw that away as just an aside. The problem with not recognizing reality by 40% of American voters is a serious crisis in this country. I mean, when I start to see the repercussions of that, when I start to see people not understanding what GDP growth is or what have you, I just I go back to something that even Ches and I were talking about years ago, which is to bring back the gatekeepers, burn the internet to the ground because yeah. it is ruining facts. The internet is actually 
you know, where we thought that maybe we would all have access to facts. <laughs> now, Cat videos. Exactly. Uh, we have access. And porn. We have, yeah, exactly. Uh, we have access to porn, which I'm not necessarily complaining about. But we, <laughs> we also have access to, you know, people like Alex Jones, who mm-hmm. are, and, and Donald Trump for that matter, who are taking advantage of people's naivete and their gullibility. Mm-hmm. Their ability to believe things that are aren't, that aren't true, the people who are craving leadership, so they're drinking the sand, as the mm-hmm. clip from the American president goes. Right. And uh, and then of course, on top of all of that, they're going along with a policy that means more internment camps inside the United States, just so they can feel a little bit safer. You know, because all all those. All those brown people hiding under their beds and in their closets ready to spring out and attack them and de- behead them. That's the mindset. You go down and talk to people in Phoenix, Arizona, and that's exactly what they're going to tell you. Because Joe Arpaio has been beating it into their heads for years, and now Donald Trump as president is doing it too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thinking that, uh, that uh, Mexicans are coming in and raping them. And that's what's so funny. It's like a lot, most of the people coming over the border aren't Mexicans. They're Guatemalans, they're Hondurans, yeah. they're El Salvadorans. They're not even from Mexico. Well, yeah. I mean, they're if you coming at- through Mexico, but they're not from there. Well, that's not a distinction, Jody. They're still brown. I mean, you know. Oh, look at, I forgot. Look at uh, Matt Drudge the other day posted an image uh, to go along with uh, some article refuting the story. I think I mentioned this on Tuesday's show. Bears repeating, though. Matt Drudge used a, a photograph uh, above the fold, above his logo, of four brown children holding handguns. And that was going along with the story of the children in internment camps. And it turns out that that was a picture of not Syrians, uh, right? Syrians. Yeah, Syrians. Drudge. Yeah. It was Syrians. Because uh-huh. so all, you know, they all look the same. I mean, why? I mean, why bother looking for actual photographs of uh, of Central American children holding holding firearms? Because there, you know what, there fucking aren't any. And so he landed on Syrians because all brown people look the same, and he is a dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but on the opposite end of that spectrum, of course, is Rachel Maddow. And uh, God bless her. And that moment Tuesday night was uh, was so shocking. Um, mostly because of what she was reading. The first Mm -hmm. that we had heard of the tender age facilities, the euphemism that we're using now for internment camps for infants. Four months, like someone who was 11, I mean, they had a picture last night on on Maddow, an 11 month old in one of these camps. They're, they're, They're putting together a warehouse, literally a warehouse in which Children are going to go. A warehouse for children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, it, of course, it was also shocking to see Rachel uh, break down like that. I mean, she's read right. a, a lot of stories. I mean, I, I don't know if you've seen, I, I certainly haven't seen any other examples of Rachel showing that level of emotion during a story. I haven't either. I mean, even when, when I know she's angry with somebody, she doesn't show it. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, uh, she's amazing uh, in her reporting when she has to report something or argue with somebody that she clearly is angry with, but she she keeps it together usually. Into and there's somebody that I know um, in real life, and and he posted something about her fake tears, and I'm like, wow. Oh yeah, yeah. Katie Rogers, from New York Times, observed 
at this uh, rally in Duluth. Common theme, a Trump supporter in Duluth, one of many waiting in a long line outside tonight's rally location, just told me she has compassion for separated families, but ultimately believes that the detainment center photos and videos are fake and photoshopped. Wow. Burn down the internet. (laughs) That's, you know what? What else can you say? Trump has weaponized this disinformation tool called the internet and social media. So has Russia, for that matter, obviously. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Meanwhile, a friend of mine is, it was positing about having some sort of governmental regulation about monitoring fake news on the internet. And I said, well, that could be a First Amendment problem because yeah. you can say anything. I said, the only recourse people have, like people were tweeting out something that Robert De Niro supposedly said, which he did not say. It's like he has the right to sue that meme creator Mm -hmm. for defamation and libel but that's his only recourse is civil lawsuits and that is the only way to shut this down my mom helped to make the national Enquirer less of a tabloid than it used to be yeah exactly because she sued them and won you know and and they are more truth-telling now than they ever have been mainly because of her lawsuit yeah and that's one definite way to do it the the other way of course is the longer way but i think ultimately the more uh, long-lasting way, which is for news organizations to police themselves. And, yes. And at the same time, and I know that's really ambiguous, but I said it's the long way. It's going to take years for that to turn around. And I think part of that process has got to be taking out the profit motive from, from mm-hmm. news gathering. Um, mm-hmm. If you're an organization and you're delivering and reporting on hard news, you have reporters mm-hmm. on uh, on beats every day seeking out actual facts and putting them together journalistically into news stories to add the profit motive only, of course, and I'm not breaking any news here. This is not a new opinion. Just watch the movie Network. Uh-huh. It's all illustrated right there. The whole idea oh, yeah. of adding the profit motive, adding ratings to uh, news gathering. It shouldn't be that way. And I know it used to not be the loss. Le- it used to be a loss leader for television stations and television networks, and then they stopped it. Yeah, exactly. The television net- networks wrapped the uh, news division in- into the entertainment division. And, yep. and blurred that line. And so that's why we are where we are. And Fox News Channel is the ultimate manifestation of that crisis in news gathering, where it is about entertainment. It is the WWF of modern journalism. Okay, here's what I want to do. Let's take one last break and come back and let's uh, rip the shit out of goddamn Corey Lewandowski, who can feel free to go yeah. suck a dick, that asshole. <laughs> back, <laughs> back with War Show right after these words. Womp womp. racetrack is a blast high five whoa man uh you can put your arm down now what you gonna leave me hanging come on bring it in for a hug uh that's okay man we're cool what's the matter we're all buds man uh well i i hate to tell you but i think you need to take a pit stop what I'm not driving a race car, man. No, pit stop. It's, uh, well, an all-natural deodorant that'll keep your pits from, uh, being the pits. Oh, no. My pits are the pits. Hey, don't worry, man. Luckily, my pals over at Bubble Genius have you covered. They've created all-natural stuff to help with summer stank. Everything from pit stop deodorant to cooling facial mist to talc-free body powders that leave you soft, not sweaty. Hey, cool! You said it. Bubble Genius keeps you cool all summer long. BubbleGenius.com Bob Seska! 
This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Thank you, Buzz. Make sure to support the show by going to our Patreon page and signing up for one of our many, many uh, bonus features, right? Go and do it now. Just go to BobSeska.com and click the all-caps Patreon link just beneath the logo. Go and do it. Make it happen. Then you get the post-mortem show, you get the after-party, you get a commercial-free version of this show, all kinds of great free stuff. Thank you, thank you so much. Okay, so do we still, Jody, you still here? Can you hear me? There you are. So yeah, we've been <laughs> we've been having some <laughs> technical issues again, and it, it's you know got to be my computer. It's there's something going on in there, so I'll I'll figure it out for the next time I speak to you. Perhaps I'll just call you on the phone. Well, you know what it is. The universe is telling me to take a vacation. That's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. Say, oh, and it just started again. See, that's what we're talking about. You hear that noise? See that? That's, I don't hear it. That's, so. that's what's happening to you. It's, it's happening. I'm going to fix it. It's not going to happen again, I swear. I'm going to make it better. Okay. See, now that's, that's a little better. Okay, I'm not, gonna t- I'm not moving. Okay, don't, don't move a muscle. Okay. I'm not. Don't nobody move. Okay. Nobody uh, <laughs> okay. the so, girl gets it. <laughs> right. Or else I get to punch Corey Lewandowski. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Corey Lewandowski is a dick. We all knew this. He's, a, he's one of Trump's spawn. And uh, he was on Fox News Channel the other night, and uh, someone was talking about how there was a 10-year-old girl with Down syndrome who was stripped away from her mother, excuse me, at the border. And uh, while this guy was talking about it, Corey Lewandowski went, womp, womp. People are saying he said, womp, womp. Mm-hmm. But he actually, you know what he did? He made this sound. He was doing that. Yep. And of course, how dare he? That's my sound. I, that's what I use. The Brady Bunch sound. That's what I do. That's not, he's <laughs> stealing my bit. Is what he's doing. That's that makes him even more of a dick. That he's not only being an asshole about internment camps, but he's also stealing my bits. So fuck you, Corey Lewandowski. Here's a, <laughs> here he is on Fox News Channel. In case you missed it. I mean, look, I, I read today about a ten-year-old uh, girl with Down syndrome who was taken from her mother and put in a cage. Wah, wah. I read about a, a did you say want want to a ten-year-old with down syndrome what I said is you can mother. pick anything How you dare want you? up, but the bottom line How is very dare clear. You? When you cross absolutely the border dare you, illegally, sir. you How have dare given you? up the we rights of this country. Taken from Look, their we mothers. are a country with we borders. We are a country of laws. Stolen from and their mothers and put into cages. The other, guy, the other guy went full like Keith Olbermann, didn't he? How dare I like him. You, sir. How dare you, sir? That's my Keith Olbermann impression. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, Shut the hell up. Yeah, that was uh, that was horrendous, and that's yeah. ex- and it's of course exactly what all of the Trumpers want to hear. They well, what what I love is the Trump people, Trump himself, and all of his minions around him who have been breaking the law. Mm-hmm are all about law and order at the border. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. You know, it's funny. I got a tweet. Uh, Jack Posobiec tweeted at me the other day. He's like, no one seems to be concerned that Paul Manafort has been stripped away from his children. <laughs> I was like, oh, you asshole. <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Fuck you! Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Uh, Paul Manafort's kids are adults. One is a lawyer. The other's a filmmaker. And go fuck yourself, little boy, Jack Posobiec. Oh, Oh, speaking of little boys, uh, there's going to be a Unite the Right march. Yes, I saw that. Scheduled for uh, Washington, D.C. on the anniversary of Charlottesville. I'm calling it the Million Micropenis March. (laughs) These are white supremacists. 
alt-right goons, the incel crowd, I guess. Fuck you! So the irony is is that the people who uh, invented the, the term cuck right. are also now have overlap with the people who are whining about no one wanting to have sex with them. So now they've made an entire movement, an entire movement around not getting any sex. Feel, let's all feel sad for them. That these assholes who go wah wah when we're talking about uh, children with Down syndrome stripped away from their parents at the border, and and they don't, no one wants to have sex with those people. Oh, shocking! Shocking! Shocking that they can't convince any women to have sex with them. So they've all no, 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 Bob. That has to be beautiful women too. Oh, right. That's right. It's not just any woman. They have to be incredibly attractive. Oh, my God, these assholes. But they're all going to get together, and they're all going to have a march in D.C. on the anniversary of Charlottesville. What could possibly go wrong? And, of course, because it's happening in Washington, D.C., and I live here now, I'm actually considering going down and doing a special podcast, a special remote podcast. Be careful. Be careful. I will try to be careful, although I found that people usually don't fuck around with me. (laughs) <laughs> because I'm you too are much kind of tall. <laughs> I'm I'm too much trouble. Yeah, I forget what other website described me as tall and thick set. I mean, I've never <laughs> I've never been entirely described as being tall and thick set. I but, don't know what that means. But but apparently, <laughs> apparently I'm thick set. So I guess okay. that's maybe why people don't bother with me. But when I go to uh, uh, areas where I could potentially get into some trouble. Uh, usually people don't people don't mess around with me because I'm because I'm just yeah. I'm not worth it I'm not worth the effort they go for smaller people they so, would have to climb yeah people who aren't thick set I guess that's the <laughs> that's the determining factor so I'm gonna go down there during this thing and uh, risk my uh, my life my neck to do a podcast down there and I, I'm I'm still debating whether or not I'm actually gonna talk to any of these uh, fucking freak dogs while they march with their tiny penises. <laughs> And their million micro penis march, and that's what I'm going to call it, and that's probably what's going to get me punched at some point. So there may be a podcast in in our future here where I get punched while doing the podcast. <laughs> so you'll have to be wired shut. Your jaw will be wired shut. You'll be talking like this. Yeah, no, I doubt it because most of these people can could probably couldn't reach my face to reach my probably jaw. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, the same people. Uh, orchestrating a terrorist attack in Charlottesville, they've decided to go down with their tiki torches and celebrate the reunion and, and have a reunion <laughs> and an anniversary celebration over there. Of killing somebody. Yeah, and I'm so glad the Department of Interior gave them permission to do this. Thank you, Ryan Zinke. <sighs> and by thank you, I mean something else. I mean, fuck you! Instead of thank you. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's see. Let's see. Oh, yeah, one more story. and This is going to be fun. This is going to be fun because... Michael Cohen is broke. That's why he wants Donald Trump to pay his, uh, his legal fees. But wouldn't Trump paying his legal fees be a conflict? Yes, of course it would. But Donald Trump's been paying everyone's legal fees. That's true. He's been, he's been, they've been using the campaign money yeah, to pay I legal fees, that. for God's sake. Probably using the inauguration money, too. Mm-hmm. All of that oh, money. Oh, charity that money. Yeah. And the cha- oh, and the, yes, of course. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I'm so glad you mentioned that. Because that's been flushed right down the memory hole. That was just a week yeah. ago that we were talking yeah. about that. The Trump Foundation gigantic slush fund mm-hmm. for the Trump campaign. Yep. Jesus Christ. Oh, and don't forget, one last thing here uh, before we wrap up. So, uh, Jody, I mentioned this on Tuesday's show, but it bears repeating. You can send 
voicemail messages to Paul Manafort while he's in jail. <laughs> this is this is actually a thing. He's in the Northern Neck Regional Jail in Warsaw, Virginia. And if you call this number, 804-333-6419, then choose option one, then option four, and then you, you got to pay $1.99 to leave him a message. But that's a small price to pay to be able to troll Paul Manafort while he's locked up in jail. <laughs> oh, my God. I have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. So, so you got to make sure that uh, your message is a minimum length of 45 seconds. And it's uh, as easy as that. I don't think you actually even have to talk to a real-life human being. I think it's all automated. I went all the way up through the uh, pressing of the option four and got all the way up to entering a, a credit card number, and I, I chickened out. I hung up. Up, uh, Bob. Well, I, ju- I, had to do, I had to do Tuesday's show. I ran out of time. That's exactly why I didn't do it. So <laughs> I, I still need to do it. I still need to leave a message for uh, Paul Manafort in jail. And it's great knowing that he's so bored that he just has no choice but to li- I, Well, hell, I might as well listen to these voicemail messages. Got nothing else to do. No television to watch. What? Uh, see? Ah, See, that was that was an example, ladies and gentlemen, of the uh, technical problems we've had throughout today's show. <laughs> and again, again, another reason why I've got to go on vacation. I'm not going on vacation next week, but the week after that. So starting uh, the first week of July, I will be out of here. And I'm trying to I'm trying to work it so that I don't actually look at politics at all for a week. But I know that's going to be impossible for me. I'm just too much of a masochist. All right, so uh, make sure to go and support our show through the Patreon, through the Patreon thing, and listen to the uh, postmortem show that's coming up next. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get Jody's microphone working here. Uh, just sign up for five dollars a month at our Patreon page, and you get two postmortem shows a month. It's actual extra content, stuff we didn't get to during the free show, and you can listen to it over on our Patreon page. So thank you for doing that. Meanwhile. Uh, do some plugs here. Jody Hamilton can be found at from-the-bunker.com. Uh, Buzz Burbank is found at buzzburbank.com. Kimberly Johnson. I know she's she's adjusting her microphone now. Kimberly Johnson can be found at patreon.com slash startmeup. That is her podcast. David Ferguson is at facebook.com slash band. And the Stephanie Miller Show is, of course, at stephaniemiller.com. And Jackie Schechner is at investigaterussia.org. Okay, have a great weekend, folks. See you on the after party tomorrow. Bye-bye.